Please join me in prayer. Faithful Father, your love endures forever and it never fails. There are many ways in which we have failed, but we never exceed the supply of your mercy and grace. We thank you for revealing yourself to us through your word and we pray that we would hear your voice. We ask that our, your Holy Spirit would be at work in us, opening our ears to hear and our hearts to receive you. May we be transformed into your likeness. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. As I was getting out of my truck at the gym in Brantford, uh, that I go to, my ears were assaulted by a fierce argument. There were two men in their separate vehicles having the loudest, most vehement yelling match that I've ever heard in my life. It appeared that one of them had entered the parking lot at an extreme angle, while the other had simultaneously attempted to leave his parking spot. The result that neither, was that neither could move forward without hitting the other vehicle and also doing harm to their own car. Gridlock, plain and simple. Both obviously felt they were right and both demanded the other get out of the way. And as Willie Nelson, one of my heroes, would say, they were wild in their anger and shared their viewpoints in some of the most colorful and interesting language that I've heard in a long time. If this had been an open carry state in the United States where people can carry firearms with little or no restriction, I fear that both of them would have done great harm to themselves or the other. So great and vehement was their rage. If they had been leaders of nations with atomic weapons, all of us would have been reduced to radioactive particles uh, after the red button had been pushed and the rockets and atomic bombs had obliterated all of us. There was no room for a peacemaker in this situation. Both were enraged to the point that they were beyond reason and point of, of listening to anyone. Finally, one of them backed away and a, in a fit of disgust and righteous rage and still hurling threats and obscenities drove off leaving the other in possession of the battlefield and the rest of us wondering if they had actually heard and witnessed what had happened. In, in talking to, at the gym that morning, there was the opinion expressed by wiser people than themselves, and there's a lot of them, that during the lockdown of this past several years, that our society had changed, and not for the better. Perhaps we have forgotten how to share our space and situation with others. Perhaps we have become even more self-absorbed and focused on ourselves and forgotten that we live in a world with others and dependent on others. If ever there was a time for the message that we heard in the gospel reading for today, it is now. A message of mercy and compassion, a message of self-examination, and a plea to grow in spiritual love for others. My impression of the gospel as a whole is that for large parts of it, we follow Jesus in his journeys through Israel and today's Palestine. He meets interesting people and uses events and questions to teach us and to give us insight to the kingdom of heaven and how we are to get ready. But this morning is different. This morning, the reading from Luke is part of a much larger collection that Luke has put together. A sermon by Jesus, if you will. 
it has two major themes. The first is about compassion. It is about loving others, including your enemies. Not loving not just those who are lovable, but also loving those who are our enemies. Loving not only the ones that would scratch your back, but also would just as soon put a knife in your back. And secondly, there is a theme of correcting others. All is held by the first verse of our gospel reading today. We must be compassionate to others just as our Heavenly Father is compassionate to us. Whatever we give in the way of compassion will be returned to us many times over. That is the promise that Jesus make, makes, and yet we act as if we don't believe so. We act all too often like the two guys in the parking lot. We act like power and might is the answer, not love and mercy. Let's step back for a moment and see if there's any merit to what Jesus is proposing to us. Within a little bit of time, he will be standing on trial for his life. On the other side of the trial is the might of the most powerful empire of the known world at that time. Aside from a few Germanic barbarians in Europe and the Persian Empire in Asia, they ruled the known world with an iron fist. The Romans could and did crush anyone that stood in the way. On the other side of this trial is a poor preacher and healer without a sword or a soldier to defend him. As he is executed on a cross, he still continues with his message of love, forgiveness, mercy. Crazy, isn't it? And yet within 300 years, the message of Jesus will win over the mighty empire, and all without a war, all without a sword. His message worked then and works today. And yet we still struggle with that message of compassion and mercy. We should love and be merciful to others because God is merciful to us. We hear it, but we struggle with it. Deep down inside, there's a little voice that says, keeps telling us, we haven't earned the right of God's love, compassion, mercy. If we haven't earned it, then it can't be valuable. If it is free, it hasn't got much value. This may be the greatest leap of faith in our lifelong spiritual journey as followers of Jesus. Seeing what God gives us freely is something that is priceless. Once we see the value of God's gift, then we may be able to share that love and mercy with others. Let us take a look at the second part of uh, today's gospel reading. Most of us understand that the image of the speck and the log in one eye, one's eye is the image of the or the image of the blind leading the blind right into a ditch. Encourage a self-examination to look inward and to think about our own values and viewpoints. In case we don't get it, Jesus uses one of the most powerful trigger words in our culture and language today: hypocrite. Catches your attention, doesn't it? To call someone out for something and then acting in the same way. We are told in our society that we have to walk the talk, practice what we preach, and so on. Easier said than done, isn't it? Some read these words, uh, these words that we shouldn't be critical of others. Somehow, if we do this, we will 
be like finger waggers or judgmental or worst of all today's word, we will be irrelevant and out of date. Sometime, but sin does exist and people do sin and according to Jesus we should do something. Sometimes hard and difficult talks are needed. If your brother sins, rebuke him. Words from Jesus a little later in, in Luke. But how do we do that in the light of this morning's gospel reading? Clearly, judgment without mercy or compassion is not the way to go. That type of judgment implies that you have discerned that the person you are dealing with and what they are doing are beyond your and God's mercy. That feeling is way above your pay grade or mine. Nobody is above God's mercy, and we should all be happy to know that. So if you need mercy from time to time, and we all do, then be prepared to give it. And as Jesus says, will we be paid back more than we have given? Also, the call to look at ourselves that Jesus makes, the call for self-examination is important. Before we condemn others, we should look carefully at ourselves. And that is a difficult thing to do. Jesus warns us elsewhere that the only person without sin should cast the first stone. So in our lifelong spiritual wandering, where should we go and what should we look to for growth so that we can remove sin from our lives? There's a powerful hint hidden in the imagery of, the, of today's gospel. Jesus says that the student is not greater than the teacher, but the student who works hard will become like the teacher. Let us become like the student and look to the teacher, Jesus. In our spiritual journey, set our compass towards him. He will guide and he will refresh us. I've heard that uh, during communion from, on occasions, we are washed by the blood of our Savior, Jesus, that we are made clean. More than that, we are changed. We are changed and that over time, we become a better person, more Christ-like, if you will. Think of it this way. Imagine a rock on the riverbed that is tumbled along by the current. Over time, the rough edges are rounded by the tumbling action of the water. The rock is rounded, like the cobblestone stones that we find throughout Paris. Changed into something different. That is the way with us. As we walk, we are washed by the blood of Jesus. We are changed and become more like him. And finally, one of the few things that I've learned in my life, and especially in my teaching life, is that I don't know the full story. In my relationships, I have found that the person I am dealing with often has a backstory that if I only knew, I would make different decisions, do different things, say different words. If I knew the context, I would do different things. So slow down, listen, and learn. So let's take another look at this parking lot, these two parking lot guys. What could they have done differently? What could we do differently if we find ourselves in difficult conflict like these two men? First, we've all made mistakes while driving or walking. Just as we ask others to not judge us too much and forgive our traffic trespasses. 
maybe the two could have done the same. Secondly, they both had done the same thing wrong that they were angry with the other person. Perhaps reflecting on hypocrisy or the log in my eye would have calmed the situation. Thirdly, who knows what stress they were under. Job, family, addiction, issues all that could have caused them to go ballistic. So I ask, let us resolve to go forward today being compassionate and knowing that the rewards are richer than anything we can imagine. Please join me in a closing prayer. Lord, my poor heart is very small and it can also be very hard. Your heart is large and also very tender and compassionate. When I try to forgive others, my heart comes a bit more like yours and you swamp me with your overflowing generosity. Amen.